This is Nightingale of the Extreme Justice League and the RLSH Recruit Center's Hero of the Year. And you're listening to Heroes 101 Radio. Be the change. Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio, where the technical difficulties are always good. <laughs> that was terrifying. That right. I I was absolutely surprised by that, and and here I was saying to myself that I was going to start the show on a positive note and not complain about anything that has to do with technical difficulties. But you know what? Super positive. It was, that, that sounded pretty positive. That, Come that, on. That was positively horrifying. It was, <laughs> mm, <that> she said. <clears throat> Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio. And now the dog. And there's the dog. If, you know, <laughs> if this is your first time listening in, you know what? We're this fun all the time. I'm not going to say it's not usually like this. That's a lie. This is usually like this. We're this goofy all the time. But you know what? If you listen long enough, you will laugh with us, hopefully, and learn something wonderful or life-saving or wonderfully life-saving, whatever. Um, I'm Rock and Roll. I'm your uh, one of your hosts for the night. And um, with me is... Uh, on the opposite uh, side of the United States, my co-host and bud, Impact. Woo! Hey! You know, Woo! <laughs> you know we'd put the applause on. I think. Oh, my God. So you did that yourself. You did your own little sound yeah. bite. Oh, my yeah. gosh. She's beating me, too, Nightbug. Speaking right. of sound bites, Nightbug is also here on the uh, soundboard. Okay, tonight. so and I'll see you later, huh? I'll give you a call. And there's never a dull moment here on Heroes 101. So with that, we want to say welcome to a show that was created by real-life superheroes, for real-life superheroes, about real-life superheroes. And you know what? You're a superhero. If you're listening, you can be. You have the potential to be. And that's what this show is all about. It doesn't mean you have to put on a costume or a cape, even though those are fun, right, Impact? Yeah. yeah. Those are super hella fun. We're not going to lie. Those are fun. Um, But... You can come out with us. You can go out on your own, and you can do you can do good things. You can help save the world, like I like to say, one good deed at a time. And you if you live, it. you can. If you live in the world that we live in, you know that one good deed at a time is what we need today. Because unless you're living in fantasy land, that's all wonderful, you know, unicorn farting glitter shit out there um the world is scary and it can be hard and we need people who can do um good deeds just because they want to make a change that's and, what we're about and that and that just i just want to say something about that because something that i used to say a lot and i haven't had the opportunity recently is um 
You know, everyone wants to go out and just fix a problem right away with that one big thing. But that's not how things are done. You don't climb a mountain with one step. You climb it by taking a bunch of small steps. So we fix pro- we help the world by doing a bunch of really, really small things that all add up to be big things. Like handing that sandwich to a homeless person is not a huge thing. But you do that 500 times, and it's kind of a big deal. You know, good point. I, you know, I, I got to add to that because it, it, it is a big deal. It could be. Okay, have, have you ever been really hungry? Have you ever – have I've been homeless and, and not had food. I just meant, I meant the grand scheme of the world. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. That one sandwich could give somebody back a little hope for anything, for humanity, for their own life, you know, um, for it's just it's a wonderful it is a band-aid yeah we we put on band-aids right impact we should there should be a an, a real life superhero out there called band-aid because because that's the, what that's the bandager what the bandager oh my gosh there we go oh, all right the bandage no the bandager because it sounds like the opposite of the punisher the bandager there you go <laughs> see yeah 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 i'm gonna I have love Vector, it. i love it our, our local artist, I'm going to ask him to uh, to do a um, a little mock-up of, of the bandager. That, that sounds like a really awesome... I'm thinking of a giant band-aid, like flat costume. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or, or, or a big band-aid across his chest with a B-A-M band-aid man. I don't know. I, I don't know. Ba- no, bandager. Bandagers are really good. Anyway, no, we're kind of... <laughs> You know, that's what we do We've here. We've kind of gone <clears throat> off the rails. Congratulations. We, we did it early, too. It's amazing. We we tend to do that here. But like I said, you listen long enough and you learn or you laugh or you do both or you kill your dog. And um, no, I, I love my dogs. Dogs are awesome. But the dogs are probably going to go upstairs and hang out with the other parts of the family so that the dogs don't stay down here and drive us crazy every time someone tries to come to the door in the middle of our show. Um, no, we don't have a studio, guys. We do this from home. We are a grassroots organization. Most real-life superheroes are, you know, scraping by. And um, we don't have a Bruce Wayne yet. I'm looking for one. How about you, Impact? I think we should start, you know, auditioning Bruce I'm Wayne. I'm totally looking for one. Hey, you, right? rich person listening, want to sponsor us? Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey. Put, I will put your name anywhere on my gimmick. Uh, exactly. Maybe the four. Maybe, the four that, maybe not. May, maybe not anywhere on the gimmick. Just kind of, you know, um, you know. <laughs> there are a couple places we're not gonna. I'll put it across my butt. That's about it. And my chest. Okay. That's that's. I'll, it. I'll, I'll do you one. I will put it across my butt. They will put a we'll, rich person out there who who's looking to sponsor some some good-hearted people doing good things. We will put your names across our butts. If you uh, sponsor us, so Poker Face in the chat room says they could do a team up, spit and polish. <gasps> spit and polish with the bandager. Oh, I think we got. Ooh, I think we got. I like oh, that. I think we got the beginnings of also, the team. Also, I just want to say, <clears throat> Poker Face is a sweet name. I, I, right? I know I've seen him on on, on Facebook. I, I've never. I love that name. I think it's such a great. Um, it's a great RLSH name. Right, it's, it's not a great name. The Punisher, it's Poker Face. It's it's fun. You don't know what he's thinking. 
But uh, that, that's actually beside the point. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is, uh, you know, it's really interesting that in, a, in an event like Pride, which is really about, I mean, at least my interpretation, I'm saying this as a straight white man, um, is that it's about, you know, people who have been marginalized and, 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 leg- and legislated against. But, um, right. And, and there's really two groups currently in the country like that. Who, yeah. Or who, re- I mean, which are, I mean, there's a few groups, but two of the base ones are the LGBT community and the homeless community. So it's really kind of interesting that the homeless community gets not like pushed aside at a time when it's supposed to be about, you know, allowing people who are marginalized to, uh, to be themselves. Right. And right. maybe I might be, I might, this might not be as coherent as I think it is, but I just came up with it on the spot, but. You know, Leading into that, and thank you, that is that is our topic for tonight. Um, if, if you're interested, if you're in Northern California, by the way, yeah, come and uh, contact us, uh, initiativecollective.com. You can message us, or you can message um, myself, Roxanne Kai on Facebook, or uh, that's Roxanne C-A-I, or Nate Bogue, N-A-T-E-B-O-E-G, on Facebook. And for impact, just put Carter Impact. You can message any one of us. Um, or the, or the for, Bay Coast Guardians. Or the Bay Coast Guardians. So that was a nice little segue there. Uh, it is National Pride Month, and it is also uh, National it's – so, it's, it's such a trip that it's National Safety Awareness Month at the same time. So um, Don't trip. That's not safe. No, don't trip. That's – exactly. Uh <laughs> So with that, uh, we thought, what can we do? You know, real-life superheroes, and, and I've said this before, that if you do a show on gear, and yes, I'm going there, if you do a show on gear, if you do a show on, on costumes, you know, and such, uh, if you do a show on weapons, you'll get a ton of real-life superheroes calling in, uh, telling us about their costumes, their gears, what they'd like to have, etc. When you do shows on what you can actually do, steps you can actually take to get off your ass and be a real life superhero you get crickets quite often so um we keep doing them though because we know someone's out there listening and we know that uh, we know because we've got almost 50,000 listens uh well that's according to blog talk radio they give you your stats um every week which is amazing and very encouraging we know someone's listening so if you're listening out there to those of you who are wonderful enough to go, you know, it's more important to go do the work than it is to put on the latest, um, what are they called? Uh, motocross pads. Oh, yeah, the air, air, um, yeah, paint gun protection. Um, get out there and, and do it with or without costume, you know. So um, for those of you listening, here's a way to help. And this isn't just for pride because really as a um, – bisexual RLSH myself this month hits really close to home because impact is absolutely right we've been marginalized we've been persecuted we're still being persecuted and why it's 20 freaking 19 this isn't the dark ages this isn't you know back in the inquisition this is 
this is America right now. People should have equal rights across the board. There is no if, and, or buts with that. I'm sorry. You can come at me with, but the Bible said, don't even try it. I used to teach Sunday school, and I can point to where the Bible was wrong in certain parts. And and also, if you want to go with it, that's a version of the Bible. The Old Testament does not at all go into that crap. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, you know, yeah, sorry, not trying, not sit here trying to kiss ass and make new friends across the board if you don't believe that people deserve equal rights, regardless of who they love. Sorry, we're not, we're just not going to see eye to eye there. But if you're one of those wonderful people who I was talking about earlier, who has decided to just be heroic, and yes, it is heroic. Don't fool yourself. It's heroic to stand up for others. It's heroic to say, I'm going to do a good thing today. It's heroic to, to just be a decent human being nowadays because when you're being an awful human being, it seems like you get more social media airplay than anyone else. And I just, I'm really just fed up with that trend. So you look like you're about to say something, but say right. Yeah. There's no bad press nowadays. It's always been true, but I think it's even more true now. Yeah. Unfortunately. So with that, I would like to um, start off with something. We, ha- we have uh, this wonderful person who runs the uh, San Francisco branch of the um, initiative. And this person is probably one of the kindest people you'll ever meet in your life if you get the uh, good fortune to meet him. And his name is Aaron Almanza. He also goes by Shadarko uh, as a real life superhero name. And I was just going to say, he knows it. He knows it sounds like Sharknado, but he has had that name, Shadarko, <laughs> since, oh my gosh, he was a teenager. So way before Sharknado was a thing. Um, but he was going to be on our show tonight. He actually had to end up flying to Boston. So if he's um, in Boston right now, hey, Aaron, if not, uh, I hope you're having a safe flight. Uh, but he runs, he's the executive director of the National uh, GLBT Hotline. So it's a crisis hotline that I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it. I know my limits. And I, as much as I want to help the world, I think my heart would break too much every day at the thought of some teen from mid- Midwest America, because that's where a ton of their calls come from, Middle America. Um, just saying that his family just, you know, said that he's dead to them because he came out to them or, you know, being kicked out of his home because he has, you know, because he's not what they wanted their child to be. I couldn't handle that. Or some kid who's suicidal because she says that, you know, she doesn't feel like anyone loves her because everyone's telling her that this is wrong, that the Bible says it's wrong to love who she loves. I couldn't, I couldn't take one of those calls much less be the executive director and and have my you know feet in the water taking those calls all day long. I couldn't do it. I'm just I don't know. Could you do an impact? Uh, no. Um, I think I cry a lot. <laughs> right. That's that's the honest to god truth right there. I so you know, cats off to Aaron and all the people who who man that center because these kids need someone to turn to. And by the way, if you're listening right now and any of that's happened to you, I'm a mom. I tend to have someone sleeping on my couch all the time. I love to take people in. It's what my mother did. It's just how I was raised. If your parents don't want you anymore, 
I swear to you, contact me. I will be your new mom. I'm probably old enough to be your mom anyway. And, and we will, I will send you Christmas cards. You can come over and have dinner. You can hang out. Well, I will care about you just like a mother would. And I promise you that. So um, if you're listening in right now and you need that, let me know. She's Filipino. So it's more Um, like a threat than a promise. It's more like a threat. I will feed you. I'm part Filipino, but God, I'm 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 almost half yeah. Irish. So I'll, I'll second that. Um, if I'll be your brother, uh, I'm in. You, I got a couch. And, and he would. Uh, and an air mattress. So he would. You got a place Impact, to stay in Florida. Impact would be a great brother for you guys. So if you're, if you're listening I've, I've right now, I've you got, know, I've got multiple. I got a lot of siblings. So there you go. See, so you got somebody. So. Aaron gave me something that, because I asked him, I said, what can we do? How can we support? Because we are going to teach you how to be, and by the way, any real-life superheroes listening who want to tell us, we're going to give you plenty of time tonight. Um, We're going to give you plenty of time. What we're going to do first is we're going to go to, we've got, we we have info from a couple of experts about how to support um, your LGBT friends and family during this time and any time. This is important. And we've also got ways from the... Uh, Castro Community on Patrol CCOP in San Francisco on how to be safer out there whether you're an LGBT youth or not you know whether you're just celebrating pride the parade anything um, so we want to get to those and then we will bring on all the real life superheroes and let, you know you guys can tell us how you came out of the, the we call it the phone booth you know did you come out to your friends and family out you know as a real life superhero did you and have you not yet? Tell us why or tell us how it went. And if you're actually, if you came out too, came out um, as as a gay person, then you, you know what? Let us know how that went too. Um, if you want to, we're inviting you. We'll give you plenty of time to talk. So I'm going to jump right into what Aaron gave us uh, to support other uh, LGBT. And please, Impact, feel free and bug to interject whatever you want. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm so, I'm here to listen as much as anything else. So. Okay, then here we go. In June, that means it's Pride Month, and I love that because everything here turns to rainbows. That's me saying that. Um, <laughs> I love rainbows, uh, which is why I don't have a favorite color. Yeah, right. Uh, so Aaron says it's June, and that means it's Pride Month. It's a time to celebrate, go to pride parades and parties. Hell yeah! It's a time to revel in all things queer. But it's also a time to remember that the first pride parades were actually marches. See, people forget about that. Um, but it's the absolute truth. That the modern LGBT movement can find its birth out of riots and activism. The reasons for pride are because people fought back against oppression. And that's something that we're still doing. See, I'm going to interject here and say I, that's what I'm saying. When I came out, I had family that laughed at me. Um, and luckily it was family that I wasn't really close to and that I'm not, you know, I don't see them anymore. And they, they thought it was funny. They, they didn't take it seriously at all. Um, being LGBTQ and or queer often means being an activist or being political because our mere existence is still a fight and still considered a sign of rebellion. We're a vast, ever-changing, extremely diverse community. We come in every age, gender, race social background from every walk of life, from every place on the planet. It's called pride because as a community, we have had to fight to have the right to exist. 
Well, in some places, it's gotten easier. It's still a fight, and we're proud of those who have come before us, and we cannot forget those who we have lost. We're proud of those who are here now and how they choose to live their lives, and we're proud of those who are yet to come who will change the world and perspectives in ways we can't even imagine yet. I was asked if I could give some suggestions on how to show support during and after Pride Month, and I'm honored to do so. This is primarily a time for the LGBT community to be able to honor itself for its accomplishments and to celebrate how far it's gotten. We live in a world dominated by straight culture, and it's important to acknowledge that. If you don't acknowledge that, message me. We'll, we'll have a little talk afterwards, hopefully. After a while, especially if you are on social media, um, you'll feel you might feel overwhelmed or inundated by rainbow flags or companies and celebra- uh, celebrities celebrating pride. So here's what Aaron wanted you to do. Flip that around and remember that that's how the LGBTQ community has to see the world every day with straight people. Okay? So if you're seeing so much pride, so much of the, you know, whole rainbow thing, gay, 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 flip that around. And think about how we see the world every day. So showing support can come in a lot of different ways. Understanding that culture needs to change and be more accepting, not just to LGBTQ issues, but to everyone is huge. If you get offended by change or by new concepts, take a step back. What actually is offending you and why? Is it hurting you? Is it taking away your rights? If not, can you look at the things that are unfamiliar to you in another way? But what can I do to show support during Pride, you might be asking, and not on a philosophical standpoint. Here's what you can do. Put your money where your mouth is, and sometimes literally. Companies and businesses are trying to get your money. You have power if you realize it or not. You can vote with your hard-earned cash. Nightbug and I are always saying that. Vote with your money. If you don't want to see companies participating in anti-LGBTQ discrimination, stop giving them money. I don't give a damn if they've got the best chicken you've ever tasted. That's my interjection. Stop with the Chick-fil-A. Oh, but they have such good chicken. Really? But you're going to keep contributing to their anti-LGBT agenda because you can't stop eating their chicken? I'm going to say someone who lives in the South and fucking loves fried chicken, including Chick-fil-A, <laughs> fuck Chick-fil-A. Thank Hard. you very much. See, if like, Impact can I, I do it. I love their food. I love their food. And I, and I will not eat it anymore. Thank and you very much. Guys. Thank you very much. You may need to do your research. Are the companies you give money to supporting LGBTQ rights, or are they actively fighting against them? We live in an interconnected world by the many tubes of the Internet. It's a simple search to do to find out what a company stands for these days. Seek out companies that support LGBTQ causes when you're shopping. Target, um, Old Navy, I know they do, which is wonderful because they've got their little, you know, pride T-shirts that they sell and such. Boycott companies that are actively hurting the community. And this is where he says, if you like chicken sandwiches, think not of Chick-fil-A, but of somewhere else. If you need sports clothing, find someone else besides Under Armour. I was not aware of that until I read this, actually. See? So, I so Under Armour, same thing. I've been ignorant. Now we know. Not going to buy Under Armour. 
Do you have an LGBT neighborhood where you visit? Visit it. You'll get a chance to be around LGBTQ folk. We're very, we're like everyone else. You'll be able to spend your money in local shops and actively support your local, your LGBT neighbors. Plus, you'll be helping the local economy, so it's a win-win. Absolutely true. If you don't have a full, um, a full LGBTQ neighborhood, are there any local shops you know of that are LGBT-owned? Patronize them. Again, win-win. But if this is you saying, I want to do something more than not buying homophobic chicken sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> then donate. We're living in a time where it's harder and harder for social services to exist. Are you guys hearing this? Especially if you're RLSH, we're living in a time where it's harder and harder for social services to exist. Pretty soon they won't have this shelter. They won't have that community center. It's getting harder and harder. So he adds, community centers, hotlines, oh, homeless shelters, youth support organizations are closing at an alarming rate. Really? Where the hell are people going to go if those all close down? That's what I want to know. And they're not allowed to stay on the streets. No, right. so so what do you do? You're criminalizing people that you don't have any room for, that you're not making any yeah. room for. See, we there can fight back, you guys. There are places where you, you, you can't stay in parks at night. They can't kick See? you out of doorways, but you, they don't let you stay in parks. So, so where are you supposed to pavement. go? The answer is you they want in, you to go away. In the doorways away. and pavement. It's terrible. Yeah, you, they, they want you to go away. That's the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, they're, so, they're trying to shoot people out. Exactly, and that's why um, Aaron's message is so important. We can fight back. He goes on to say, well, it's not talked about a lot. Um, there is a general belief that all LGBTQ issues were solved when we got the right to marriage. For years, money rolled into this very important issue, but it also took money away from groups that help on a daily basis. And now that marriage equality was won, people stopped donating as much. See, I didn't know that. It hurts, yeah, and it causes supportive organizations to disappear. Nonprofits have to deal with rent, paying wages, and the services they provide. So if you're in the position to donate money, donate money. But not everyone can do that, and that's valid. Donate time. Can you volunteer? Can you take a few hours out of your month to give to an organization that you feel is helpful? Then volunteer. Might turn out that you don't like the specific type of volunteering. Don't give up. Not all volunteering, and this is so true for RLSH, not all volunteering is the same. Maybe you like licking envelopes. Maybe you like taking LGBT youth to museums. Maybe you like meeting new people while painting a community center. Only you know best, learn what you like, and do it. Um, I'm going to start doing that, Impact. When I read that, I thought, why aren't I donating more than, you know, we, we did some uh, – training with the CCOP, the Castro Community on Patrol, and, you know, we're doing some outreach uh, on the 28th, but as far as going to, to actually volunteer at an organization, I haven't done that and yet, and, and that sounds like it's most needed. Yeah, we've actually been looking into, like, trying to get more involved with our local groups, and it's not quite the same, but on our patrol route, we make sure to go by um, – the certain clubs that we know are, you know, like LGBTQ, right. LGBTQ right. clubs. Like yes. we, 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 we start including whatever quote unquote problem areas we can think of. Didn't you guys have like, Pulse? Wasn't Pulse down there? 
Isn't it in that's Florida? Orlando. That's Orlando. Oh, that's Orlando. So that's, okay. That's about yeah. an hour. That's outside, that's um you know we're in St. Pete, which is yeah. on Tampa Bay. That's Orlando. It's about an hour and a half away. So we don't really. That's kind of outside of our uh, range. But yeah, I mean that is like, yeah, that happens here. Yeah. So um, it can happen anywhere. So I'm going to run through yeah. this real quick. Here's what else you can do to support. And this is really important, you guys. And we are going to have um, two people on that actually teach bystander training on our show um, in a future um, episodes. So watch for that. Because would you know what to do if you were, say, taking a subway or you were just standing around and you saw someone who was either a person of color or um, LGBTQ or anyone else, you know, even Anyone getting harassed by someone? Would you know what to do? Depending on, on what it was, of course. Um, would you even step in? So we're going to have people who teach bystander training uh, come on. But Aaron is saying, speak up. This is both really easy and really hard. When you hear or see something that hurts another person, do or say something if it's safe to do so. If you're on Facebook or Twitter and someone you know says something homophobic or transphobic, instead of just ignoring it, Speak up. That's when I say absolutely speak up because you're really not in any immediate danger if you do that, okay? Um, It's hate speech, and you're not going to let that fly, right? Absolutely not. Being silent can be read as agreement. That's I've said that forever. Being silent is you're being – It's tacit agreement. Thank you. It's up to every single one of us, gay, straight, bi, transgender, to speak up against hate speech, whether it's toward a person because of their gender, identity, their sexuality, age, race, it's hate speech. It can be scary, I get it, and there are times when it might not be safe. If you see someone on the train, say or do something, and if you don't feel safe in the moment, use your common sense. But you can contact the police, you can comfort the victim, you can let the public know that this happened and it's not right. You don't need to get into an argument about it. You don't have to yell at someone, but you can let them know that hate speech isn't acceptable in your community. It's your community. Don't let people like that take over. Find organizations that are helping and help them. I'm going to plug my organization right now. (laughs) I already did, Erin. I plugged it. We run three national crisis hotlines where we talk to people about gender and sexuality. We support people who are dealing with discrimination from bullying, dealing with relationship issues, people who have fear about HIV and AIDS and need to know more about safer sex. Um, And if you know any LGBTQ folk who want to help the community, send them our way. Honestly, this is a, is they really need help you guys. So if you, if you're listening near the San Francisco Bay area, um, contact me because they are a, a hotline that runs three um, crisis centers and they could really use your help. Okay. So contact us. They're the largest LGBT database in the country. So <laughs> this is pretty good. Uh, Poker face in the chat room says, I like the thing where they tell a shitty joke and you ask them to repeat it, then ask them to explain it. And then ask them why it's funny, and then watch it slowly dawn on them why they're a shitty person. <laughs> we've, we've, love, we've seen I've that, right? That. Yeah. I've done right. that online to people, and it's even right? better written down. It's, yeah. it's like, as you're calling them out, explain it why. And you know, the funny, what, what you hope for, best case scenario, is that they think, oh, wow, why, 
yeah, I guess that really isn't funny now that I have to slow down and, and explain it. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you know, at least you called them out in front of people. Things get bad. I just love that safe. game. I do too. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, um, let's see. Uh, if you go to pride, um, there's, there's a lot that he gives out for pride too. So if you're invited to, and we're going to give out the safety stuff, but pride is one month where the non LGBT community really take notice of us, but we're here every month, every day. What you want to do to support the LGBT community during pride are things you can continue to do every day. Ask questions, Seek out the truth, speak up, spend your money wisely. So during Pride, if you're invited to Pride celebrations, go. Seriously, go. Everybody who's invited, go. Meet new people and make friends. Respect people and their queer space. Be open to lives that might not be similar to your own. Geez, how else will we learn if we don't expand our own horizons? Accept people for who they are. Respect people and their gender and sexual identities. Use their pronouns and the names they offer. I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to not say he or she if someone prefers they or them. That's fine. That doesn't hurt and, me any. And, and, and most people, if you admit, if you, if you make a mistake, you know, they'll be nice about it. You just say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I said the wrong thing. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you say he and they say, no, it's them, just say, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Like, it's not a big deal. Just Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, 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 you we, know what? if we can, if, if I can, if people will call me impact a name I clearly chose, then you can call someone their requested pronouns. Exactly. It's not hard. It's really not. Just get used to it. And if you, you they'll tell you and then just say sorry. And okay, I'm going to try, you know, that happened to us during the last outreach. I called someone, I said, and he, and he said, it's actually they now. And I went, oh, okay. So they said, it's actually they. Yeah, so I'm still they learning. said it's actually yeah, they. They said, it's actually they. So I'm, I'm learning. Um, so uh, ha- he goes on to say, have fun, dance, cheer to parade, hug people who want hugs, be open to learning things, question old assumptions. I was asked for a list, and I think I failed on the list, but I want you all to have, I want you to have all the fun you can during Pride. But I also want you to remember that Pride came out of struggle. There isn't always an easy answer on how to support the community, and sometimes everyone fumbles. You might find out that something you thought was, act, was harmless actually hurts others. Acknowledge it and then figure out how to move forward. That's part of Pride. How do we move forward? And the last thing he says is, that's something you can always ask yourself during Pride and after. How do you help move forward? How do you get to make up that answer for you? And you get to make up that answer for yourself. What can you do that you can be proud of? That's a great way to end that because Pride is all about, you know, what is Pride about? And, and what can we do that we're proud of? So thank you so much, Aaron. Friend him, you guys on Facebook. He's a wonderful person. Shadarko. He is awesome. He is. He's so cool, and and he does everything. It's it's. Uh, we think he's an alien because he's good at <laughs> like everything. So it's, it's it's. And he looks like your brother. And he looks like my brother. I thought he was my brother when I first he met him. Does kind of he's a, uh, he does kind He does right. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's a clone. I mean, I've always posted uh, online with clone of your brother. Yeah. Right. Maybe he's the next iter- iteration so of my brother. So you know, it's like ooh ooh. 
Okay. Um. So this, and just what what uh, Shardaka? Because I'm going to try and actually use his actual name and not. <laughs> you can say Aaron. Because that's the whole. You can say Sharknado. Uh, you can say Sharknado. He doesn't care. I'm going to use this. I know, but that's not the whole point. We're going to use the names that right. people want to be called. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm out of respect. I will belay my normal jokes. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. What he was saying kind of raised a really good, uh, like a thought for me, which is um, not a thought. Like I, it, it reminded me of something rather, which is, um, you know, straight folks who. Just remember, if you go to Pride, like that's like you're being told one, that's fine. But remember, you're a guest. Yeah. Um, so the event is not for you. It's not for me. It's you know for the LGBTQ plus community. It's and by you, I don't mean you guys. That's I just mean the general you. But it's it's for the people who it's meant for. It's not just for the everyone who shows up. You're, oh, right. We are showing up. We are showing up and being allowed to partake. And because of that, we have to respect the traditions of the group. You don't go to another country and say, you don't go to South America and go, I don't like beans and rice. Give me pasta. I mean, you can, but you just sound like a dick. Um, <laughs> You, you don't go somewhere and, and say that you don't want the food. You know, you don't go to a place where you're where they give you the native cuisine or native food and then you say you don't you want to do something else. You don't show up to an event like this where it's, it is a culture where you know where you get to be experience that culture and then go no 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 this is not what I want. I want um, my I want you to do my culture. Like <laughs> you you're a guest. You have to do what they're doing or you have to conform to them it's like the whole you're in america speak english first of all there's a whole lot of reasons why that's false but my god right you're at you're at at their event you have to conform that's absolutely true and and by conforming i don't mean you have to do everything that's being done i mean just don't complain that's all i mean i don't mean like you know, you have to show up to a pride parade and throw on leather or some other terrible stereotype. I just mean, don't complain about the things that's going on because it's not your thing. Exactly. That's all you have. literally all you have to do. Exactly. Just respect, you know, go out there, like you said, don't complain and then respect what's going on. So it's not just your opportunity to go out and and just be a woo girl and woo, I'm gonna get really drunk. That's not, you know what I mean. <laughs> remember yeah. what you're there. Sure, if you do want to go out and get drunk and have fun, just remember what you're there for and try to do some yeah. while you're there. So, um, like remember, we, gay clubs aren't just a place for you to meet your new gay best friend. They're a place where people are exactly go do their own thing, and you're a guest in their area. You know what? On that, you've got here's a few good tips that we got from the um, and guys who are waiting to come on, we will bring you on. I will make this really uh, really quick here. 
But these are really important because if you're going to go out for pride, like us, we usually do the, um, I usually ride uh, with Dykes on Bikes. Now, they're amazing. They have hundreds and hundreds, like 500 bikes that start the um, the pride parade in San Francisco. And when they all start their motors and get ready to take off, it is amazing. It really is. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll put up, a, in fact, I'll put up a video from uh, one of the years. Um, like what? It's like, vroom. <laughs> you're a drummer. You can make better. Well, like, one last like they're here. One last do it, time. do it. <clears throat> okay, that's bugged. I like mine better. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, right. We're trying to be more. Do it together. Ready? One, two, three. <clears throat> okay, that sounds <laughs> And that is where we lost right. half our calls. Anyway, uh, yeah, so um, I usually ride with Dykes on Bikes, but the last few years we were invited to walk with P-Flag. So that's parents. Um, and family of, um, you know, all these youth. And it's wonderful because Bug walked his night bug and they loved his mask and, and he got to give hugs to everybody along the parade route. Um, but if, you know, a couple of years we, we patrolled too, and it's so hard, you know, there's only how many people on our team, even if we, we combine teams from um, California it's still, you know, that's the biggest pride parade there, and it's tough, but, you know, we're still out there, out about. You never know what could happen. It is a scary time in America, and, you know, we don't want anyone to get hurt um, at, at a pride parade so or at any pride event. So here is a list that the CCOP, Castro Community on Patrol, put together, and I'm going to go through it quickly. Um they want everyone to don their rainbow makeup and body glitter and to have um, a wonderful time, but they want everyone to also have a get out safe plan in case pride celebrations take a turn. Now that sounds like something every RLSH should have. Doesn't it impact like a get out safe just in case? Oh yeah. You yeah. should always, I mean, anytime you're going on like some crazy adventure or you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. going on a uh, – anytime you go to an event or a march or, like, you go to if you go to Black Lives Matter or yeah. whatever, um, you should always have a plan to get out. Yeah. Hopefully you'll never need it. Yeah. But always, you know, you, you never know when some asshole – when some asshole neo-Nazi is going to drive a car somewhere. Thank you. Exactly. Or someone's going to open up with a gun and we don't want to scare you, but you know what? We want to be realistic. If you can have, just like with any emergency preparedness um, event, you, we want to know that you have, you, if you're going to go with a butt, you know, don't go alone if, if possible, if at all possible, don't go alone. If you can have, have friends that you go with and before you get all crazy, go over and over just for 10 to 15 minutes to get to stick in their head. What are we going to do if something happens and we all split up? Where should we meet? Um, and that way, under duress, they will still have that, oh, my God, I said it over and over again. We're meeting at the cafe. We're meeting at the cafe. We're meeting at the cafe. So, you know, um, do that ahead of time. Let someone know, you know, let someone who won't be with you know what your plans are for the day and the night. Hey, your sis, your mom, anyone who's, you know, let that person know who you'll be with if you can and if your plans change. It sounds like such a paranoid thing to do, but I'd rather be paranoid and aware than a victim. Um, charge your electronics. 
Bring them with you guys. Bring your chargers and extra battery packs. The last thing you want is no way to contact someone when you really have to. And do this because this happened to me. Write down your phone number somewhere. Write them down because you know what? If you ask me, Impact, what your phone number is, I don't know. And I talk to you all the time. I have no idea what your number is. That's most people now. That's most people now. Write them down. Just write them down somewhere. Um, So in case your phone dies, you'll be able to go, excuse me, can you help me? You know, here's the number. I just need to call this person. Can you call them for me or whatever? Um, Don't take all your worldly possessions out to party with you. Just take what you absolutely (laughs) need, like your ID card, you know, credit card, and some backup cash. Because the less you have with you, the less you can lose no matter how that loss occurs. Um, have fun, like we said, but don't get so inebriated with any substances that your guard and defenses are weakened and you become an easy target. If that's your thing, just do it in the safety of your home or be sure you have or, those buddies, you know, that, yeah, that have group safety at home. Be in a group. So if you want to be the woo girl, even if you know. Even if there's five, if there's five, if you want to get hammered and all, and you go with five people and you all six want to get hammered, it's still better than going hammered alone. Right, exactly. At like, least you're not I've gone alone. out to party. I've got I, – I, it's not like I, don't, I never go out and get drunk. I've done it. Yep. But you go in a group so that if, you, that if something happens, you can at least make it home safe. Exactly. At least somebody will be there with you, you know. Uh, strength in numbers, guys. Okay. If you're lucky enough to meet a hot trick – and this is straight out of their book. If you're lucky enough to meet a hot trick this weekend – and this is smart. I tell my girls who go out on, uh, you know, on dates in the clubs to do this, snap a picture of them, send it to a trusted friend, letting them know where you'll, where you're going and when you'll contact them to let them know you're okay. Plus all the gory oh, man, details. That's really the smart. Right. Take a picture of the person. The person doesn't and want your guys, picture. Take their picture. Guys, Something's even, wrong. Even straight guys do that too. Yep. Like yep, I know seriously. there's like, I, I know, I know we live in a cult. I mean, I know most violence happens against women. Tends not more of it happens against women. Right. But you know, but it's gonna. It might happen to you too, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it could. There Just are plenty if you're of women out. Up. There are plenty of women yeah. out there that can kick your ass. Right. Right. So who, no, no matter who you hook up with, just, just make that the rule. No matter who you hook up with, take a picture. And if they're not down with you taking a picture of them and sending it to your friend, why get away from that person? You know, serial killer person eater, go, go hang out with someone who goes, yeah, sure. Take my picture, send it to them, you know? Um, and if you go to their home or hotel, send your friend those details. So everybody knows that, you know, where, where you went and everybody will feel a little better. So uh, do me a favor, guys. I, and it's hard when you're inebriated. That's fine. But if you can have a designated person, be aware of There's a whole martial arts thing that can be summed up. Well, you know, years of teaching can be summed up in two phrases. Be aware and have good positioning. Be aware, just know where your exits are. Be aware of, oh, look, there's someone walking up with an actual knife. You were aware, you saw that. Have good positioning. Good positioning means that, oh, okay, I saw that knife coming up, but guess what? I didn't move. I just kind of stood there. That's not good positioning. Good positioning means you're aware and you know where your exits are and you position yourself accordingly. So just try to do that wherever you can. 
Well, hello. Someone's texting me. They can do it. I'll deal with it I later. Say, is that, uh, is it That's a R2. Yeah, R2. <laughs> if you face, here's a really good one, you guys. If you face violence or harassment, alert bystanders and get away if you can. Okay, just get away if you can. Um, if you witness hate violence, you can make your presence known by asking questions and talking to both the survivor and the perpetrator. Speak up, be loud, and call out what's happening. Identifying violence by name can deter it. Yeah, I got to say, I wanted to add, and I was just thinking this, and it's, it's sad to point it out. Um, the people at Pride think of that as their safe space. Yes. But you know what? I hate to break it to everybody. There are no safe spaces. There are safer spaces than others. But it really can happen to you anywhere these days. So so just treat life accordingly. That's how it is. That's why we have to teach self-defense. People think, oh, I shouldn't have to learn self-defense. I should be able to walk down the street without worrying about my safety. You're right. That's not the world we live in, you guys. Yeah. So... Do what you can to stay aware and have fun, but have a backup plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd prefer that no one ever had to learn self-defense. Learn it anyway. Exactly. Learn it anyway, you guys. We teach free – you know, I don't know if Impact does, but he should because he knows a lot. Um, (laughs) I mean, I am am an instructor. Um, I have to get – I want to have my dojo start teaching free women's self-defense classes. Yeah, or, um, or anyone, I'm, anyone I'm, at risk. You or, know, you'll get anyone. LGBT youth. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I say women. I really, I want to open up to everybody. Um, I know the the women angle is usually easier to start with. For exactly. A lot of um, but no, um, I I have that is actually one of the things I've been working. I want to work on is teaching those classes because I think they're important for everyone to learn. Exactly. Exactly. You hope you never have to use them, but it's better to have them than to wish you had in a bad moment, you know? So, um, and, and we're almost done with this guys. You know what? If you can, even though we're saying, you know, do what you can speak up. If you see hate speech or anything else. Um, yeah, do that. Here's another thing. Try to avoid getting into verbal arguments with anyone. They can quickly escalate to physical fights and could totally ruin your whole fabulous weekend. Walk away. Say sorry. Do anything you can to de-escalate any situation so you can enjoy the weekend. That doesn't mean allow someone to harass or hurt anyone else. That's a different thing. But if it's just something where there's a miscommunication or someone bumps into you or some silly thing, just de-escalate. Walk away. It's not It's not worth your life, right? Don't instigate. Don't instigate. Don't get all hurt. And uh, anyway, yeah. I'm thinking of one of our past students who thought they were invulnerable and said some stuff they shouldn't have to somebody yeah so um and and the last thing uh, i want to read from again this is from the ccop and you can go on their website castro community on patrol those guys are wonderful um you can uh if you do see something going on and you're able to say something you're able to help out do it and and that's when you can record if you can't get any closer try taking video okay and then that way it helps um, but scene safety, remember scene safety and someone else's safety too, if you can. And the last thing is, if you see anything suspicious or a crime in progress, speak up. There is no stitches, snitches get stitches or whatever. 
screw that mentality. The real hero says something. Do not presume someone else is calling. Okay. You and, call. And, and you also, life. when you do this, don't go assuming you know who's the bad guy also. And I'm yeah. saying that because I'm not because I've seen a lot of people who are like, I'm going to run and just start punching the bad guy. Oh, my God. Whatever. It's like, <laughs> see Reality. somebody say something, talk to people. Throwing fish should be your last resort ever. Absolutely. But especially Thank you like, very much. And, and I know that's kind of like off topic slightly, but like that's something that I feel like we always hear <laughs> restate is, you know, let's try and talk it out first, especially in a situation like this, because tensions might be running very high. And if you start jumping in people's faces, especially if you don't know what's going on, you know, that's how people get hurt. And we don't want anyone getting hurt. The goal of patrol, I didn't mean to run. The goal of patrol is everyone goes home safe. At least that is how, that's how it is for my group. That's what we tell people when we're at. We want to make sure everyone gets home safe. That's exactly it. You know, I, I think that's funny. If you think about it, the three people talking right now are all martial arts instructors. And the first thing we're telling you out there is to not be violent. Isn't that funny? I, you know, coincidence? I don't think so. Well, that's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a way to avoid violence and people don't get that. Yep. Yep. You know, train so you don't have to use it. That's the bottom line. So, um, okay. So with that, we've given you all uh, ways to support and ways to, to do, um, you know, to just keep yourself safe. And, you know, the other part of this show is talking to any um, RLSH who calls in and wants to tell us how they came out of the proverbial phone booth, we call it, because, I know we we're talking about pride and such, but it is tough to come out to people about all kinds of things. And one of the things that uh, a lot of people in the real life superhero community are struggling with is telling their friends and family what they do as real life, the fact that they are real life superheroes. So um, we've got some phone calls we're going to take. And if you want to talk to us, be sure to press, the number one, or we won't know that you're waiting to talk to us. And you guys, just to make sure that we fit it all in today, and we've still got plenty of time because I don't know if you know this impact, but uh, it's a little bit of a longer show tonight. So we can cut it off oh. at any time we want. But, yeah, yeah, we're, we've got a little bit of a longer show. So we'll be able to, um, to talk to our RLSH friends. But, you guys, if you run on, I'm going to interrupt you because we want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to say something. Okie doke. Okie doke. <laughs> so with that, we'll Okey go to the doke. Okie dokie. We'll go. Well, you're the one who rhymed goal of patrol. You troll. I wow. I don't know. That was bad, huh? That's yeah. You okay. must chill. I, I, must I, I chill. Thank you, bug. Thank you, bug. Okay, with that, who we got first, bug? We have that guy who's oh. supposed to be retired. He didn't have the last. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Who's this? It's Superhero, and you know what to do. Hey. There we go. Okay, I'll get done really quick because I know you've probably got a bunch of people in queue. Three things. Okay. Number one, uh-huh. portrait of a superhero. 
30 festivals in 17 months. I don't know how many awards. The last one's going to be in Chicago this year, and then I can finally be retired. God damn it. Number two. You say that. You say that. I took a look at that live. Hello, next outreach event. Yeah. I took a look at that Bible, and Mm -hmm. I looked at Leviticus 22.18, and it really doesn't say anything about gay people. What it says is don't lay with a woman like you do with a man, which because don't forget, back then all kinds of crazy stuff was going on. The Roman Empire was in power. There were women with women and men with men and pugs with birds and all kinds of crazy stuff. And what it actually means is since women were more considered to be property back then, don't lay with a woman the way you do with a man. Like, say, if, you, if I was laying with Nate, we'd all be like, high five, and stuff like that. So when I was laying with Lady here, I'll be yelling, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's what that actually means. Nice. Okay, guys. And number three, and I'll get out of your hair. The story, <laughs> I used to be the guy back in the day that everybody would come to to come out of the closet. You know like what? Symbiote I remember that. Me going, when he was about 16 years old and he's long-haired kid wearing his, you know, S shirt and he's like, I'm a superhero, but I can't tell my parents. What do right. I do? Remember. And, and then there was this other kid. I, I, there's actually like a video on my YouTube. I'll put it on the RLSH site uh, before I go to bed or tomorrow of another kid. He actually brought his mother to Florida on a vacation. And had me meet with his mother. Oh my! And no, he God. was he was not a little boy either. This he towered over me. Uh, but uh, you know, I discussed with her, and she actually, after I was done discussing with her, bought him some body armor and some other stuff to use. Nice. Best story Fantastic. that I have about coming out of the closet. The younger guys probably won't remember this, but. Uh, God, it would have been 15, 16 years ago, I shot a TV pilot called The Siamese Cat. Right. And uh, right. the main character, was, it, I was basically, this was before MySpace or anything, and I guess I was kind of predicting what was going to happen with you know RLSH and this kind of thing. You can still see it on YouTube. But there was this kid who wrote me and said, hey, dude, I love the Siamese cat, and I want my RLSH persona to be the Siamese cat. And I was like, well, hell, okay, I own the character and everything. You can do that. There's no problem with that. So I put all the the gear in a box and everything like that, gave him an autographed photo and some stickers and shit and sent it all out to him. (laughs) And he calls me up and tells me, one night, he's coming back through the window on patrol. He's, come, he's sneaking back into his own house. <laughs> and his mom is standing in the room holding a broom in one hand and the autographed picture of me in the other one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And she sees him come back through the window Wearing, I don't know if you guys remember the Siamese cat, but it was all like black and brown spandex with a Velcro right. tail on the back right. of it and everything. Right, right. Oh, and my God. And he looked God. at her, and he, I said, well, what the hell did you do? He says, I just messed up. I looked right at my mom, and I said, Mom, I'm a real-life superhero. 
And he says his mother went, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. That, oh, you, you keep right on doing that and just right, and left the room. Wow. I was like, my God, I think she thought you were, like, going out and turning tricks or something like that. And it was never brought up again. And he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. That's a good one. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, thanks, Sue. Appreciate that. I'm 80% sure my parents thought I was coming out as gay when I told them I was, when I was trying to tell them that I was Jabir. That's what I thought. Yeah, in symbiote, that happened to him. His parents were like, you're gay? It's like, no, I'm a superhero. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's what we thought is that his mom, that that must have been what she thought. I mean, he's oh, a yeah. kid. He climbs back through the window wearing tights <laughs> and a little white cat. You got to see the show. It's on. You just type in the Siamese cat TV pilot, and you'll okay. see it had big green eyes on it. We're putting that and up. It, yeah, We're going to put that link up for sure. Yeah, yeah. You'll get the gist of it, but I'll let the next guy on. Stay super. Thank you, Sue. Right. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Oh, man, that's awesome. So if you – well, you know what? If we have any time, I'll, I'll tell mine. How about yours, Impact, before we get to the next guy? How did you tell them? Did you uh, get them down? No, well, I, so I haven't – so, you know, I haven't lived in the same state as my parents since the last six years. I've been in North Carolina, Mississippi, and Florida. So right. about – a year into this, I decided I wanted to go to uh, uh, you know, Hope, and I knew yeah. I could not afford it. And you know, I decided I was going to talk to my parents and explain what it was and why I wanted to go. And so I called them on the phone. And I said, like, hey, Dad, can you get Ma? I just want to tell you both something together. And like, oh, they boy. thought it was so serious. And, and like, they said, I'm like, you know, you, you sounded like so, like, you know, you want to tell us that you're serious, and we had no idea what you were going to say, like, what you want both to be on the phone for. So we're like, like, when I told them, like, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I dress like a superhero, and I go out and I help the homeless, and I do paint patrol, and I make sure it's a good homestead, and they're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Nice. And then the nice. Book, but, but, but the whole time, I guess, I guess the way I said it, they thought, they, like, I forget what they said that. I forget what it was specifically they said that they thought I was going to say, but I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of, like, they thought I was about to come out as gay and I need to sit them down for it. <laughs> like, just because I never told anyone. I was very nervous to explain what, I, what I've been doing. And I guess the way I, I presented it just was, like, now I'm, like, very, like, blase care about it. Like, I, I, I like, don't even care what I explain to people. <laughs> but like, back right? then, it was like a big deal because it was the first time. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because back then, you know, you're you're questioning yourself, too, a little bit. I think we all are at the beginning. We're all like, are we kind of crazy for doing this? And how's this going to sound to other people? So, yeah, that's understandable. And now we know for sure. And now we know for sure that we're crazy, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So. It still took a while for my parents, for my parents to be like, so why do you why do you wear the the, the costume? <laughs> and now they, you know what they just need to come out on a on one event with us. 
some sometime, even if we have to organize one in their area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, seriously, New York. Let's just go down I, to New I, York. I, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. That's, that's that'd be awesome. So let's bring on uh, someone else who's been waiting to tell us how they. Hey, you. Area code. Well, I'm not going to give out your area code, but you um, have been holding. And are you going to tell us about your coming out of the phone booth experience or coming out of the closet? Hello. Hey there. Who's Hi. this? Dark Defender. Hi, Dark Defender. Nice to have you on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, wait. I think I need an Elvis moment for a second. So thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I love him. I love Elton. <laughs> so, do so, you have do you have a, a coming out of the whatever it is story? Did you tell your family? Coming out of the closet. Well, actually, actually, two things. One, coming out of the closet, and two, kind of uh, the thing connection to uh, Pride Month. But I'm gonna start off with the coming out of the closet first. Uh-huh. Um, when I first started doing this, like at the very at the very very beginning, you know, I was still kind of in a newbie area where, you know, I was learning, I was still learning stuff. And, you know, it was around that time I began reaching out to Mr. Extreme. And so, you know, him kind of giving me pointers as to what to do, what not to do. And so but as time progressed, I began to, you know, you know, just do what I like, just, just, just doing what I'm doing. And then later on, um, I told my uh, step-grandfather about it and, Surprisingly enough, he was definitely all all on board for it, and he definitely really um, admired what I was doing to the point where he where he became one himself. Now now he calls himself Rambo because he loves the movies, and so uh, <laughs> and so he even had some he actually had some some old army um, fatigues that was given to him by his um, uh, his um, late father who was a Green Beret in the army. And so, um, and so, and so he, uh, and so I told him, I told my biological grandparents down in Alabama about the whole thing. And at the beginning, they were just a little bit hesitant because, um, because living, okay, they, they live in Birmingham, which is, which is where I come from as well, Birmingham, Alabama. And, mm-hmm. and in the area where they live, it's a relatively <laughs> dangerous area. And so they were concerned about my safety at the beginning because they're like, are you going to get shot? Are you going to get hurt? I'm like, okay, okay, first off, first off, I'm not an idiot. I, I already figured that part out. But I'm not going to just randomly run in and do this and do that. I'm going to do this on a level of professionalism and, you know, I'm not alone in this. You know, there are people who can definitely help me out, who can definitely give me pointers on what to do, on what to do and what not to do. And so... Um, and so, well, and so, once I explained it to them more about the overall RLSH community, and, and they began to understand just a little bit more, and that's when they became more supportive rather than hesitant. And they, and every now and then, they still call me, let me know, you know, what's going on in their area. You know, how, how can I help them, and you know, just help them be, you know, help help them oversee their neighborhood and stuff like that. And so, awesome. uh, that's, and, that's, and, that's and great that you have support. Yeah, exactly. They did, you know, and I, I, as a parent, I completely understand that, uh, you know, you're going to ask your kid, you know, are you okay? Are you sure you're safe? 
are you are you yeah. sure you're all right? So um, yeah. that's you know exactly. that's that's what they're there for. They're there to make you right. you know make sure exactly. you're okay. And you know exactly. what? That's that's awesome. A lot of people, and you know this, there are a lot of people out there who still haven't told their um you know their their families anything about what they're doing. Um, yeah, that's true. And, and that must be tough. Think about that. That must be tough. I mean, if if I didn't have my my the support of all, you know, if we didn't have the support of our families right now, I don't think that we could have done half of the things that we're doing right now. So, right. Um, for me, I, I want to ask, and I was hoping we would get um, some RLSH calling in tonight who was wondering how to do it and what you know, because really, if if and if you're listening in right now and you are a real life superhero or you, you know, you have something to offer to the real life superheroes who are listening, um, what would you say to, you know, to someone who's, who's afraid to tell their parents? I mean, of course we'd have to ask why you're afraid. Um, and then, you know, go from there, but I, it's, it's, well, it's, I can answer the why you might be afraid part. Yeah, go ahead. Because, you know, it's a little bit weird. It's what we do. I can, echo, that. I, I can I can definitely echo that. Right? Like, there's a reason my parents said I sounded, like, nervous and thought I was coming out. was because I was, like, a little bit embarrassed to start telling them what I was doing. Because to go around calling yourself a superhero with the untrained eye or ear or whatever is weird. <laughs> it is weird. It doesn't make it bad. It's true. I think we uh we we came to this conclusion on a couple of shows ago maybe, where you might want to start off talking about what you do, yeah, and not what you call yourself. So you say, hey, yeah. I I've yeah. started doing this sort of neighborhood watch thing, and uh, I'm doing some outreach, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then you work your way into the whole outfit thing, if, oh, that's, yeah. if that's how you do it. Can you imagine? And yeah, then after that, that, you go, yeah. I, yeah. you say, yeah, I have something to I show did. you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And, and then and yeah. then you show them your RLSH picture. That way, you don't show them the picture first and then tell them the story. You know, you, you yeah. sort of, which Nightbug yeah. should have followed his own advice. You know what, you guys, hang on. I'm going to bring on one more person who's on hold right now. So... Okay, we are bringing you on live. Who is this on hold? Greetings. It's Phantom Knight. Phantom Knight, hey, welcome. Woo! Phantom Knight. How is everyone tonight? Good. Really good. We've got Dark Defender on the the line right now um, telling <laughs> us about his story. What about you? Did you, you want to tell us? Well, tell us what you want to tell us. All right. Uh, the whole... <laughs> Coming out of the phone booth thing really never <laughs> happened with my family. Um, oh, my. At least, yeah, not my family. Uh, you see, my father is, or was, or no, he, he is, I'm sorry. Um, he was in the <laughs> Air Force back in the day, you know. So um, I have other family members who have been in the Navy, the Air Force, the Army. But I come from a bunch of, like, military people on my father's side. And the artists are all on my mother's side. Um, and I, I suppose I'm, I, I don't know, like a, a mixture of like both sides of, like, warrior and artist. Right. But um, 
the thing is, uh, my father, at least, I have come to him with some things before, and he hasn't really taken it well. He's, he's very critical and strict, of course. And so I formed a circle. Uh, gosh, what did I call it? The inner circle is what I have decided to dub this. And uh, it is a trusted group of friends who know what I do. And nice. um, firstly, it was just so, like, if, you know, if anything happens, they'd be able to help me out. Right. And so that's what it was for originally. And it grew into uh, a circle of people that I, I trusted, that I could talk to, that I could uh, gather resources from as well if I needed to. That's important to have because you know, like you said, when something goes wrong, at least you can you have somebody to turn to. So yeah, yeah. And, 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 sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna I was gonna ask. How do you think you're you're? Is it more that your dad that you're you're not wanting to tell? Are you, are you afraid that he's gonna just um, like laugh at you or anything? Well, he's laughed at me for less before. I assume he and, would. And I, so I'm doing my and, best to um, just avoid caring what you know certain people think, mostly him. <laughs> and, and that actually goes back to what I said before about why, why this stuff can be scary to explain. Like, I think mean, that's a really good example. Uh, I'm sorry? I was saying before you got on um, that, you know, sometimes people don't, we don't want to say what we're doing because it's, it's a little scary to explain what we do. Not like it's scary, like people are going to be scared that we're doing it. It's scary to tell, to admit to people the kind of weird thing that we're doing. So I think that's a really good example. Like, you know, you have a reason to be apprehensive. I think that's perfectly okay. Yeah, you know, nobody, with with the whole coming out thing, we were just... uh, as with any type of coming out, no one can tell you when it's the right time to, you know, to, to let people around you know, know whatever it is you want them to know. It's, you know, no one here is going, you really should tell them. We want, you know, that's, that's up to you. If you never feel like telling them, if you feel more comfortable with them not knowing, I'm really glad that you have another source of support, though, because somebody should, yeah. you know, know what you're doing, like you said, in yeah. case something goes wrong or, or in case you want somebody to talk to about it. There should be somebody there for you. But mm-hmm. by no means are we are we advocating, you know, telling anybody before you're ever ready to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. I understand this. And um, also, uh, the Phantom Knight thing is only my, I would say, biggest secret. But I, I also have one more that I don't necessarily want to talk about right now. But um, if you guys want to uh, DM me on Facebook, I would be more than happy to um, to talk with you about it. Okay, um, okay. I gave my father a test. I, I gave my father a test, and I said that my friend was a fan of this this litigious show show, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him about the show, and uh-huh. he was like, "Well." If you were a fan of that show, I would disown you. Oh. Wow. And that's um, actually cold. That that is 
honestly what I thought he would say anyways. And this caused me to go on a trip to Baltimore. If there's a lot of you out there who could put two and two together, what event happened around August in Baltimore last year? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, so I, it led to me going to Baltimore and not telling him exactly what I was doing in Baltimore, which, of course, freaked him out. Uh, but, yeah, uh, well, I wasn't, yeah. You mm. know, um, yeah, uh, it would freak a parent out, um, you know, not knowing why their kid left. So, you know, it's like, um, I get that. But I, I, I see, you know, I understand you testing the waters first to see how he would respond, you know, and, and how old are you? Can I ask you that? I'm actually 23. Okay, so you're 23, so you're, you know, you're way past, you're, you're an adult, you're, you're legally, and so, um, living with, living under their roof and having to follow their rules is one thing, um, and, and that should be respected, because a lot of us stay, live, still live at home, honestly, I wouldn't kick my kids out, it's cheaper to live, you know, let them get their, uh, you know, selves together, here, especially in California, where it's so expensive, um, if they needed to, I don't care what age they needed to stay. But um, if you're if you're not hurting anyone and you're not, uh, it's better that they don't know. And as long as you're keeping yourself safe, you know, really, you don't really have to tell your parents. You know, you to the individual. Yeah, like I yeah, said, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, and also, uh, I don't plan on staying here too much longer. Mostly, the only reason I'm staying here is because I tried to move out earlier, but my father was like, no, 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 no. You can't get your own place before you graduate college. And so that was, that was like our little deal is I graduated college, got that out of the way, and now he's giving me two or three months to get everything in order, get the proper funds necessary to move out and leave his, leave his house. For good. Well, yeah. If as long as he's giving you a chance to get things in, don't don't rush. You know, if you if you can, if yeah. you're okay there. Yeah, I mean, really, there's unless someone was in harm's way, I would never advocate. Uh, hey, don't you know? Just get the hell out of there. Nah, you know, take your time. Get get things I, in order. I would live first, with my parents you know? at your age. Yep. Yep. You know, really, there is nothing. That's the way it is in America now. It's so expensive to have your own place. It really is, guys. Um, that there's nothing wrong with staying with a parent in order to help, you know, you'd rather be able to eat and, you know, than to, than to be starving in, in order to pay your rent. So there's no shame in that game. You know, if, if my parents were still my alive, I'd be like, Hey, you know, my parents have offered for me to come home. See, so like, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to come back? I'm like, no, it's tempting. Thanks. Sometimes it's tempting though. You got to admit, right. When you sign oh, that rent that check, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. dude, I would. <laughs> no Probably shame. when I saw the rent check. Right? Think about the money you could be saving and, you know, spending on, shoot, Batmobile. Sorry. I had, <laughs> I had to put that out there. Batmobile. <laughs> right? We could all have our own um, Batmobile. <laughs> Just to wrap it up here, I did come mm-hmm. out most recently to my uh, my girlfriend, and she has been very supportive. 
Woo! There you go. Oh, that's, that's, right that's a good one. Very good one. That's you don't the want to lie in a relationship. You don't want to lie in a relationship like that. Yep. No, yeah. I, I no. suppose that she does. She does feel a bit uh, protective sometimes. Oh yeah, as she should. Mostly because she towers over me. I'm literally five five, and she's over here, and she's like five eight. So. Well, that's fine. You know, size. People who care about each other, size doesn't matter. So, I'm gonna say that again, y'all. Size doesn't matter. Okay. Um. And yeah, you can take that any way you want. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But no um, there, <laughs> hey, we didn't know it was that kind of show. Um, uh, but seriously, to have a significant other that likes, the, you know, because we've seen that. We've seen where someone's going, I'm not going to tell her. She's not going to, you know, she's going to hate it. And then we've seen where the person has told their significant other and they're going, nope, nope, nope. You want to stay with me? You can't do that. And I find that, you know, to each his own, but I, I just, I feel so bad for the person who tries to You don't want a relationship built on lie. No. You can omit stuff for a bit. You can always mm-hmm. omit stuff for a bit. But eventually, they're going to be like, why are you ducking out every Saturday night? Right. Right. You don't want that. Right. Uh, and oh, what maybe you do. I, I didn't want that. So no. That no one else well, does think about it what if you come back what if something does go down and you come back with something you can't explain be it uh, some bruises or you know even if it was something as simple as you know trying to 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 help out somebody and you're out till two three in the morning you know you know transparency is really important in a relationship so if you're a real life superhero why would you want to be in a relationship full of lies like impact yeah. said that's kind of counterintuitive, you know? I'm going to put this out there. Spider-Man was wrong. Not telling his friends and family only hurts them. Oh, it did. I said it. Spider-Man was wrong. Fight me. And besides, Aunt May knew the whole time. Right? He could have been telling about it. She knew, yeah. So, okay, so we've got a little bit more time. Uh, I'm going to impacts heard this story a million times, and maybe you, the listener who's heard us before, I'm going to make it short. But I think it's really uh, uh, it's a, it's a funnier coming out story that involves the guy sitting next to me. Again, sucker. Well, it's well I do appreciate good comedy. Okay. I'm tired of this story by now. Okay, you guys getting tired of this story? Too bad. It's a I've never out. heard it. I'd love to. Okay, well, here you go. If you've never heard it. And if you have heard it before, I'm going to make it shorter, I promise. Okay, so uh, Impact, Impact's heard it like a million times. So Impact, just eat some potato chips or something and just chill because, you know, you got to do it. Already done. Okay, there you go. Um, okay, real quick. So we've been together on and off for almost 30 years now, 25, some, I don't even know. Oh my God, who knows? Dating on and off and then married. So, but the guy has always been into superheroes always forever he's like the the if you go to a trivia game night take take bug with you because he knows especially if it's to do with spider-man the one tattoo he has on his body is is a spider-man tattoo so um but so he asked me this was almost eight years ago he says hey uh there's this movie showing um it's going to be in san francisco um at the roxy theater in san francisco uh it's just for one night and it's called superheroes 
And uh, I don't even know if you told me that the director was going to be there for Q&A after. I don't think you did. I might have, but you're you kind of sick. And- I was really sick. I mean, almost pneumonia sick. I got checked. I didn't have pneumonia, but that's how sick I was. And he's and like, you, you want to drag her to it anyways? Dude, I was okay. So I was get, I was like two days get trying to get over it. Two days after that, and he goes, "Oh, that's coming up. You know, in two days, we don't we don't have to go." But I could tell he really wanted to go, and I'm thinking it's some nerdy superhero movie, just you know, some fan thing about Superman, Batman, Spider Man, whatever. And I could tell he really wanted to go, so I said, "Yeah, we'll we'll go." You know, and I felt gross. I put a hat on because that's what sick girls do. They put hats on and you know, put a scarf around and we went. And when we got there, there were these weird people standing. One guy was dressed like a knight, like literally had, uh, you know, just think of everything except the armor that a knight would wear. And then there was someone I should make friends with. Right. And then there's, there were a couple other people standing outside the theater before we went in and I go, Oh, what the hell? What are you guys wearing? Cause that doesn't look like Superman or Batman. Then we went into the theater and it showed, have you guys all seen superheroes yet? Yep. By Michael Burnett? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm then you know. Oh, you got to see it. Got to see it. Um, I think they, oh, yeah. can, it's on Amazon Prime now. Amazon Prime. You can buy it and own it. Digitally. Dark Guardian just posted it up. It's on Amazon Prime. Dude, no, uh, it's also on YouTube as well. Like, you can stream it on Prime, like, for free. Yeah. If you for have free. To. Oh, you can stream it on Prime. Right on. Okay. So yeah. I sat there. And, and it's also the- on YouTube as well. Oh, you can watch it. See, it's everywhere. So if anybody's listening, watch that movie. It started a lot of us down our path. So so yeah. we go to the movie, and we sit there, and I see a whole bunch of other people dressed in the front, sitting in the front, the very front seats of the theater. And I'm like, well, these nerds are all dressed up. Okay, whatever. And then the movie plays, and you go from I – won't, I won't give anything away for those who haven't seen it, but it does take you through the emotions of what the hell are these people doing, and you laugh at them. And you keep watching them, and then you see what they go through. And pretty soon, by the end, you're cheering for them. That's all I'm going to say. So yeah. then I found out. Then they 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 put the lights up, and they go, "Okay, now it's time for the Q and A with the director." And I went, "What the hell? The director's here?" Michael Barnett was there. And so that's when Bug goes, "You know what? I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back." I go, "Wait, whoa, hold up! You're leaving? They're about to do a Q and A?" And he's like, "I'll be right back." And I'm like, oh, okay, because at this point, I was dying to talk to the director, right? I wanted to go, dude, I've never seen anything like this in my life. You know, I wanted to talk to him. And then all these these uh, superheroes got up on stage with him, um, and they were part of the, back then, it was called the Pacific Protectorate. Uh, it's a group that no longer exists, but back then, it was a San Francisco group. And I'm like, oh, those are the guys that were dressed up. Okay, I get it now. They're superheroes. This is awesome. And then so the Q&A starts. People are talking to Michael Barnett, you know, asking questions. And I'm waiting for my turn to ask him a question. And all this time, I'm like, where the hell is, where the hell is my guy? Okay, uh, maybe, maybe he had a bad tummy. That's gross. Maybe he's in the bathroom right now. And oh, my God, I hope he's okay. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and then still, it's like 15 minutes, and where is my guy? Where, where's Nightbug? You know, he wasn't Nightbug back then, but still, I'm like, where is he? And uh, then this guy walks into the, into the theater in costume, walks straight up to the stage where the other heroes are, and he, the guy, one of the, the heroes that's already on stage hugs him. 
hugs him, gives him a big old hug like, oh, hey, everybody, this is Nightbug from Richmond. That's where Nightbug grew up. So it's a city in California. And I was like, oh, check. And I swear to you, and I and Impact's heard this a million times, when Nightbug walked in, I went, ooh, I like that guy's costume. He's cute. I really did. I was like, I swear to you. I was, and Nightbug's like, no, you didn't. I go, I swear to you that, that I he thought you were. He had a red cute. mask. It was cute. That mask was cute. And honestly, the rest of the guys up there were not in good shape. And Bug was wearing this cute outfit and he was in shape. And I went, oh, I like that one. <laughs> so, but anyway, okay, so the Q&A, I raised my hand and I told them, I remember what I told them. I said, first of all, you know, I like your movie was great. Thank you for being here to take questions. And I said, you know what? I would love it. Thank you, superheroes up there. I would love it if you guys were honestly in every city in America. It would make me happy knowing that you guys were out there taking care of us. And they're like, oh, thanks. You know, how how eerily prophetic, right? But so, right? So then the Q&A ends, the lights come up. My guy is still not there. And now I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. He went to the bathroom over half an hour, 45 minutes ago. Where is he? (laughs) Right? So I'm like, okay, I got to go grab a guy. I got to grab some mail. And here I am sick, right? And I'm like, I got to go grab somebody. I got to go, hey, sir, can you please go in and see if my my guy is okay in there? He went in. Is he okay? You know what I'm thinking? What if somebody mugged him? Wouldn't that be horrible? There's these real-life superheroes here in the theater, and someone's mugging my guy out there in the bathroom. It was My mind was going crazy. So I go out to the, to the lobby where everybody else is, and I'm like, who am I going to grab? And then all of a sudden, I hear Nightbug's voice. I'm like, oh, my God, there. Thank God. Where is he? And I turn around and look, and it wasn't my guy. It was that Nightbug guy. So I was like... And, and, you know, obviously, obviously for everybody listening, I am not a quiet girl who doesn't talk, right? I'm never at a loss for words, but right no, then. No, you're not. Not not at all, right? Right then, <laughs> it felt like someone hit me in the stomach. Like, I went, what the hell is going on? And he turns and he looks at me and he goes, what did you say? You said something like, I bet you have a lot of questions right now, don't you? Something like that. And I couldn't talk to the point where, and then nobody else, what else, I don't know if I told you this impact, right after that, he takes me and he goes, let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Oh my God. Okay. First off, I'm sick. I look like crap. I'm wearing a hat and, and I have a picture. You I look horrible. And I'm sitting there going and, and I'm speechless. And now you're going to introduce me to the rest of the team. Great. So the team comes over and they're like, "Hey, how, how that fun? Nice to finally meet you." Blah 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 blah. And I'm going like, I I can't even respond. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, nice 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 to meet you guys." Okay, but that's how I got introduced to the real life superhero world. So, so a short version. That I'm sorry, that wasn't very short, was it? I'm so no, sorry. not necessarily. <laughs> Well, I'm going to hear a short version, not the full length. Right? Okay, short. <laughs> I sh- I should have said he took me to the movies. He was a superhero. That is. Short and simple, me. Short and simple. So while you were while you were rehashing that story, I I did the math because I had to look it up because it's been so long. And uh, next Tuesday will be the anniversary of that what? reveal. By the way. Oh my God. 
what? Okay, we have to celebrate next Tuesday. The, the eighth anniversary. Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. You know, I think it's funny, though, that it was at the Roxy Theater, and my Facebook name became Roxanne Kai because Facebook wouldn't let me put rock and roll up, so I had to do Roxanne Roll or something like that. And uh, And also, I think it's funny that the first thing I wanted to ask him was, how long have you been doing this? And the second thing was, how can I get into that? So, um, because he gave me the choice, you guys. Uh, he said, if you, right now, you can tell me that you don't ever want me to do this again. And I will give up on the whole thing. And I can't, can you imagine if I had, if I said, yeah, I don't want you to do that anymore. No more real life superheroing. The mushroom cloud would have happened the next day and the world would have disappeared. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> I know. You know, I, so if you're listening right now, anybody, and and you don't want to do, you know, you don't want to come out to your family, come out when you're ready, but don't give up on it because um, I think all of us here, as you know, can tell you that we've met some of the best people in our lives through the real life superhero community. So some of my best friends that I consider the closest people in my life are in the real life superhero community. So And some of the weirdest. Oh, that's okay. That's the balance, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't have weird okay. the actual normal. What's that? You can't have weird without the actual normal. No, you can't. That's the balance. That's the balance, guys. So That was the other idea for our team name. Yep. The balance was the other idea for our team name before uh, the initiative contacted us, so... That's yeah, we thought, right? The balance. That's we were also gonna... just a good hero name. Balance. Oh, ooh, ooh, God, we keep coming. Wow. The balance, bandager. Good Samaritan has a whole list on his phone of cool, cool ROSH names. Uh, speaking of good I'm Samaritan. I'm going to make sure he gets that one. Speaking of him, think about it, Impact. If you hadn't been in this, you would have never have met that guy. You know? Yeah. I, so, he, yeah. He is my best friend down here in Florida, and I would never have met him. Um, if you hadn't done this, none of you would be hearing my obnoxious ass jokes. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> See? I mean, so, you'd be reading them. You'd be reading them, but none of you would be seeing them or hearing them. That we that's wouldn't not be. Fun. That's right. See? Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you're out there and you haven't come out yet, you know what? And you need support. Just keep coming to the, you know, just keep coming online and and getting support from, from your fellow real life superheroes. And as long as you're a good dude or good, you know what? I'm not even going to put dude. Good person. Actually, in California, we use dude for everyone. You know that. I do, too. It's neutral. My cat is dude. Right, dude. Dude. You're dude. Dude. Uh, Much like uh, Kel Mitchell would say, I'm a dude. You're a dude. We're all dudes. We're all dudes. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I bet. that sounds familiar. Exactly. So so if, if you're, right, if you're a good dude, then just you know what, uh, just keep coming back to the RLSH community. Don't don't. Uh, I, Bud put up a, a a post today about just stop lying. You know, don't don't try to not be who you are. Don't try to embellish. Don't try to come out there trying to impress people. Just take your time. Do what Impact did when he first came out. Learn from people. Don't be a douche. You know, just. Uh, just pay respect to the people dude. who've been there forever. Right. Don't be a douchey I mean, dude. Re- really, the, the way to do it is, like, 
if you come out here and say how you go beat up drug dealers, you're going to sound dumb because we all know you're lying. <laughs> we all know you're lying. Yep. If you say, yep. like, maybe one, maybe you stop one person getting mugged, we'll be like, okay, yep, that's actually believable. If you say it happens a lot, it'll sound like it's a lie. And you don't yeah, want that's that. True. And then, yeah. you know, but, like, like when you look at measurable dif- measurable differences that RLSH make, it's not often – it's not the ones um, – it's not the crimes you stop. Because most of us don't stop many or ever stop crimes. Right. It's the small deeds. So stop trying to embellish what you do with these big-ass deeds that sound really fake. Exactly. small shit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. gave out well, 10 sandwiches. That's for sure. Today. Great. That's awesome. You helped 10 people. It's about the yep. people you help, right? You know, I would have the most respect if there was an RLSH that posted once a month or once a week, hey, I went out and I talked to a bunch of homeless people for an hour. That's all. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. oh, my God, you're the one person that's actually going out and doing that, you know? And it yeah. didn't cost you a dime, and yet they probably all loved you. Yeah. So The best the yeah. thing I've done probably all month was I gave someone a ride who needed it. It wasn't oh. patrolling. It wasn't bringing up a fight. It was giving someone who needed a ride. Exactly. I, I want to add this right quick. I want to add this right quick. Nearly every day um, in the city of Harrisonburg, um, here in Virginia, um, the majority of my friends that I know are actually all homeless. Um, and whenever they see me, and, and, and a lot of them that are homeless know me as either Dark Defender or by my real name. And, and a lot of them have told me in the past, you know, hey, you know, what you do is really good, and I can definitely tell that, that you have a good heart. And they also add to that, you know, just, just knowing that the, that you're like, you, I'm not going to say me on this part, but the 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 fact of the general presence of someone that you know as close to you is there makes the whole day a whole lot better. And they and and every time I go into town, they always talk to me because you know if they're feeling down, they're feeling depressed or something, you know, and they're especially down on their on their luck or something on their luck or something like that. They they see me and they're automatically boom 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 boom. They're wanting to talk to me because because I've uh, like uh, and in, other, in other words, you've pretty much brightened their day when they've had a pretty rough gray day. That's true. That's the way to yeah. do it. Thank you for doing that. See, and and did it cost you anything other than some time? Just, no, huh? no, actually, it didn't. No, it didn't. And go. just just seeing just seeing a smile on their face or something like that—that's satisfying enough. That's fantastic. See, and for me, it's we're all looking for the hey, I'm in in the paper. I I took down a, a. It's always the drug dealers and stuff. And really, there are worse crimes out there. I know drug dealers are are not good to have around. Okay, I get it. And you know, the, but there are worse crimes out there, and we're only focusing on that because we watched too much freaking Steven Seagal movies. When Law, we were and Law and Order. Law and Order. Yeah. And- and, and honestly, the other thing that I, that I see a lot that always drives me nuts, people are like, and you said it, people who care so much about being in the paper. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. being in the paper, congrats, it's not that big a deal, guys. It's great. Congratulations. You should be proud. But right. 
it's not it doesn't mean you've done the work it just means you're around like right you know it's a great thing to do it's a great thing if it happens to you and you should be very proud of it exactly but yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean that that is the end all to your life as like you that doesn't mean you don't need to go helping people it doesn't mean that there isn't more to do right like mm-hmm. that don't make that your goal that's right. just a that's a a waypoint on your path at most and right yes. thank you yeah, that shouldn't be your, your driving force. I want to get famous. Screw it. Oh, my God. Hang out. Hang out long enough. Do the little deeds. Keep doing them. And you'll be famous among your peers. Your you peers will, will be never, like, oh, we love you. We love that guy. You, you know? will never be famous among the general public as an RLSH. Phoenix no. Jones is probably, one of, is probably the most famous RLSH, and he is a blip everybody hates on the him. radar of the world. Right. No, no. Regardless, <laughs> yeah. no, no, ignoring right. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not talking at all about his, 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 um, the way people view him in the RLSH community. He is a blip on the radar of the world. We all are. Sorry, guys. Exactly. You're not going to be famous doing that. No. No, nobody knows. The closest you get to famous is, is a sideshow, and you don't want to be a sideshow. No, so, no. Don't worry Some about people, it. No, no, you don't. No, some people wanted to actually do this whole, like we've been asked a few times to be, these never came to fruition, but um, we've been asked to be on these, these uh, reality shows and what they, oh man, they straight up wanted to have us just be conflicted with other real life superheroes. In fact, there was a paper, a New York paper that did an article. It interviewed us and it interviewed a former teammate of ours and they literally titled the headline, um, what was it? Civil War Among Real-Life Superheroes, something oh, like that. Wow. There was no real-life superhero civil war. We never said – that person that they interviewed did say bad. In fact, you guys can check out. I'll put a link up to the to the um, article. So he did um, badmouth us, and yet uh, several people came forward and had to correct her on his inaccuracies and they actually got down on her and her um, editor for, for, because the number one thing you can do wrong as a journalist is to provide false information and not check your sources for accuracy. So at the very beginning of that article, it's a New York uh, article. It says um, we, they had to put the, the, the apology and the disclaimer to us that, this was never really this and that. And I went, see, that's what happens when you're just focused in, because I guess he contacted the paper. He wanted to be in the paper. That's what happens when your whole focus is just to be in the paper. You know, not only yeah. do you look like an idiot for telling lies, but the person writing the, the piece gets reprimanded by her paper and, you know, makes the whole article bogus. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, it, it's kind of like with just here uh, recently when, um, when we were, when we were interviewed by a, a local, um, well, I guess it's local, or more nationally known, but the uh, the James Madison University um, newspaper had, uh, had had actually one of the interview. Um, they, well, according to them, they wanted to particularly interview me. 
but they also wanted to interview others because because on the on their video it actually says real life superheroes legend of the dark defender and I'm like okay look let me make something very clear this is not about me okay do not do not do this about me okay and and so but they went they went with the title but um, but when I posted it on Facebook I made it clear. Um, because they had a clip art with it, and it just had my name on it. And I'm like, I'm not going to post the clip art. Um, I'm, I'm just going to post the actual article itself because the because the actual title of the article is a little bit different from the clip art. And so because and, and I made it clear on Facebook that that you know I wanted the article to be mainly about you know showing you know just, just kind of letting the public know you know. You know what we do, but at the same time, you know, even though we're in a newspaper, you know, over letting people know, you know, hey, we're we're helping as much as we can. We we just want to help, you know, you know, just basically do our part to help out any way that we can. Plain and simple. And so, and so, and and I told the journalist, look, I I know you were trying to do the whole video and stuff about, you know, me and this and that, but okay, you know, you know, my, my squad in general also has part in this too. You know, you know, I I, I want them to, you know, you know, you know, enjoy it, but at the same time, you know, you know, realize the fact that, you know, this is, this is something of a group effort. To you know, to basically send a positive um, message to others. You know, hey, we're out there to help you um, in any way that you can. And you right. know, if you yeah. and if you see us, well, you know, yeah. I think it's good that you you try to deflect you know all the attention being on you, and that you you understand that that we're not saying don't ever be in the media. Of course, be in the media. How else are right. people going to get no. to know you? You know, and how, how else are people going to know about what the heck you're trying to do? Or you can get recruits that way. I'm not one of those people who says, oh, just do everything and you don't have to tell anybody. I think that's crap. Half of the ways that we've recruited, you know, as many people as we have is by them going, hey, I want to do that with you. You know, there's sorry, social media only goes so far. But you know, there's papers and there's, there's, there's the radio, everything. And then you get recruits. Use it for yeah. that. Being in the media is that, very that, that, it's why, cool. That's exactly why we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, impact is saying that. What is that impact? I said being in the media is a tool. Yeah. Right. And it's something that should be used, and it's like any tool. You right. can, if, if 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 you have a hammer and you see a nail that needs to be smacked down, you use the hammer. But you don't use the hammer on a screw. You don't use the hammer to, you know, you don't use a fix your flat tire. You use it on nails. Social media is your hammer. You use it in certain situations. Or right. the media itself is, is your hammer. Right. But if every argument, if you get into an argument that goes, well, I've been in the media and therefore I'm an expert, which I've seen people do. You go around saying, well, you know, as a, as a local personality who's been in the media, it's like, no. It's not an argument. It's me. You're using your hammer where you need an exacto knife. Mm-hmm. Trying to <laughs> smash something where you need to be cut against it is not working. Right. Stop it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem that a lot of that's the problem that a lot of people have when they, when they use their media presence. 
It's the, they believe it makes them an expert when it just makes them, I don't know, it, makes, it means that they've got attention. And, and, and if you want to do this ROSH thing, great. If you want to get famous, great. Just know that those two things are probably not going to coincide. Right. Like, right. I mean, and, 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 there's only want to be famous, but fame shop is the reason you do CROs and stuff. Right. Well, you know, and, and that's, that's a topic for another show is, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I, Oh, no, no, no. I think I think you no, that's good, because when you do that, we tend to get a lot of new topics that way. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. for another show, it's what is your motivation? What is your intent? And and welcome people to voice it in public so that you can hold yourself accountable and we can hold you accountable, too. If you say that your intent is that you and specifics, not just, oh, I want to save the world. Yeah, whatever. How about my intent is. To serve, right, exactly, is to serve the community by volunteering at blah, blah, blah for a certain amount of time. Hey, you know, that'd be great. Have a show on that where we tell people, give us your goals. We'll all say them out loud, and then we'll meet up every, like, we'll do it quarterly. Every three months, we'll come back and go, how are you doing with that? You know, you said it out loud. You said it on the show, and we're all trying to hold each other accountable. How can we help you? You know, so... Um, that might be a fun one. Oh, and then you'd have to think about what do you want your goals to be? You know, what is your intent? And that's the thing, too. Yeah. Well, you know, get somebody going, I want to be famous. I intend to get in blah, blah, blah by a certain amount of time. That's interesting, you know, and, and I mean, power honestly, to if them. you want to be famous, yeah, power to you, man. It just, yeah. And I say, man, non genderly, non binary genderly. Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, power to you, just you're not gonna. It's not gonna work out the way you want. No, it's not. It's not. No. Not like this, no. you know. <laughs> oh, you know what? We have just a few minutes left, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna close out. I'm actually, I I usually do this, so I'm gonna let Impact uh, give us our final thoughts and uh, thank our guests, etc. So actually, Impact, yeah. I'm doing it. I never, you know, and we never get a chance to do this. We've got a few minutes. I'll let you do it. Yeah. So just remember, guys, um, before we go into the thank you to all of our ROSH, remember, when you go to Pride this weekend, you are attending an event with a guest. Whether or not you're trying to be helpful on the safety aspect or you're just trying to enjoy yourself, you are a guest in someone else's culture. Which means if you see someone running around half naked, dancing around in leather underwear or whatever the fuck you see, <laughs> you know, know that it's not for you. And if you don't like it, just don't watch because you're at their event and you don't get to choose what they do at the one time of the year that these people get their weird just let folks be themselves, enjoy yourself, open your mind, and know you might learn something. That's my final thought for the first half. The second half is I just want to say thank you to all of our guests for explaining their histories, their stories, and their outlooks. And I know I did a lot of talking on all that. And thank you for bearing with me while I word vomit all over you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Same here. Thanks. Thanks for putting up with my story. I will, I don't think I'll tell it again. Maybe in a year or two. You know, and that's yeah. it. And when it's, oh you know, when there's a one-year prohibition on that. Welcome oh, so to taking a break. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. 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 We're gonna give it a big break. That's it. You know, because by then, what in two years we should have like a whole new set of RLSH. You know, out there because that's that's about what it takes, right? About two years is a whole new group. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and we'll Very all be older vets, so. <laughs> Walking with canes. Walking with canes. We're all the vets now, so. <laughs> I know, right? Right? I'm going to say it's right. That's it, dude. I got a keto class. Next Easy morning. now. I'm not over the hill yet. No, no. We're, and really, <laughs> I don't, you know, there's G-Ma Hope thought she was the oldest person at, uh, at you know, oldest RLSH, but hey, Thanos? Thanatos? Thanatos, Yeah. The original yeah. guy, he's got to be, what is he, in his 80s? I think 70s for sure. Maybe. 70s, maybe 80s. And yeah. I bet he is still out there just doing good. He's just a kind person. So I bet he's out there doing good things for people. So, yeah. So who cares? No matter how old you are, you're never too old. You're young at heart. You're, you're young, young at heart. heart. Got to do something good for people. Not. You don't have to be young at heart. That's like a requirement. You can, you can be old, crotchety, and angry and still go out and do some good work. Yeah, look at Night Owl. Oh, I love Night Owl. You must chill. Or look at Jack, Jack Zero. Oh, speaking of Jack Zero, I'm calling him out. He said he was going to call in for this one, but uh, you know what? He's a yeah, busy guy getting ready to whatever. move back to New York. That's okay. He'll whatever. definitely want to call in in the next one. So with that, thank you, Impact. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for being on the air and in the chat room and for listening into this one. And we hope you're back in two weeks. We're still, we've got a couple of really good topics that we still haven't solidified, but we know, come on, man, if they're interesting to us, we got to make sure they're twice as interesting for you. So we will. Anyway, with that, you'll be back. Come on back and and always share your your thoughts with us. Thanks, you guys. Have a really safe, uh, you know what? We're not going to be back before Pride. So That's right. It'll be a week week after Pride. So it'll be like near the 4th of July. Yeah. 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 So you guys have a wonderful, safe rest of Pride. And remember, if you see something, say something. Be someone's hero. Those aren't just words. We really mean it. And uh, if you do both of those, come back on the show and let us know because we want to know how it went. Okay? So take care. Be safe. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.